This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. You know, a lot of the news talks and focuses on this uh, idea of a culture war, culture war. They've they've labeled it. I, I've heard people say spiritual war. Uh, you know, war for the uh, survival of our way of life. And I suppose that's always kind of the case. It just seems like there's an awful lot getting thrown around these days. New ideas, different ways of doing things, completely different ways of looking at things. And no doubt, some of that's good. Right? It's it's good on some level. But then uh, some of it, it's not so good. And some of it is just plain bad. You know, uh, when you talk about the, the transgender movement, particularly for kids, I would say all of it, except for the, like, it's like less than 1% where there's a, 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 a true chromosome issue, Okay. So the rest of this garbage that you're seeing is made-up nonsense, really. You know, I, quite frankly, you know, if, if you ask me, do I feel like a woman? I'm, oh, ever? You know, yeah, I feel like a woman. Not really. But my point is this. If you sit down and you ask enough people enough times, whether it's in therapy or you know, maybe you should be asking, maybe you aren't meant to be a man or whatever the, you know, the propaganda and the leading in. And, and I don't even want to make it sound like there's some big puppet master behind this. I think there is. You know, we would say the devil. And in today's age, that's like, what? Crazy. People don't believe it. Evil. There's just this inherent evil that that comes with people tell me i'm wrong about that this is true anyway as usual i'm getting a little off point what's my point we have this culture war going on whatever you want to call it i say it from different angles because it means different things to different people but then i ask this you know what does it really mean to me and what does it mean in my life and i think as a lot of the crap that comes through that little cable that little wire it's just a waste of time crap. It really is. I catch myself sometimes just wasting inordinate amounts of time on garbage on the on the Internet. I get caught up reading. So this is nonsense, all nonsense. I try the best I can to bring something a little bit more intelligent, a little bit more truthful. I know some of you would laugh at that. I can laugh a little at it myself, but I said try, Okay. I didn't say that I always make the mark, bring some kind of sanity into this crazy world. But what is this culture war? What does it mean to me? Why should anybody care? Well, I'll give you a little example. Big lead up to give you my example, right? I mentioned this before we get this magazine uh, for our daughter. And I'm just going to say it now. Uh, It's called The Week Junior, Making Sense of the World. Uh, multi-award winning, science, animals, puzzle, people, apps, photos, books, sports, Mr. and Mrs. Pickles, animals, flamingos, form strong relationships, world's happiest countries, celebrating Picasso's famous art, the best magazine 
for curious kids. And I don't know that we totally agreed, but we agreed enough to subscribe to the magazine. All right? And as with most things, we don't leave much to chance. I'll come back to that. We don't leave much to chance when it comes to our daughter. And I think my wife and I, well, not always exactly step and step on the level of that, we're pretty much on the same page. Thank God. I'm very thankful for that. And because of that, we screen everything that she gets. Some people would say that's overbearing, uh, but I would say they're my kids, and I'm going to protect them, and I'm going to look out for them. And I'm going to be real upfront with you. She's going to be indoctrinated. It's a fact. The question is, indoctrinated into what? You know, I've watched as this country has allowed many children to be indoctrinated into this gang, rap, drug, prison, prostitution uh, uh, way of looking at things, and the results speak for themselves. Now you see roving gangs. We've deteriorated to exactly what people have aspired to become. They wanted to be gangsters, and now you've got gangland lawlessness. I don't know. Maybe they're not one and the same, but whatever. Point is, children get indoctrinated. They get indoctrinated into something. It's just a matter of if you're going to choose the something or somebody else is going to choose the something. Now, I'm going to be right up front with you. There are people out there that are seriously interested, you might even say concerned, in what your child is taught and how they think. For example, the teachers' union, get out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have very strong feelings into how children should be taught, what they should be taught, and what they should be saying, and how they should be behaving. Oh, yeah, all the way down to whether or not they should be wearing masks in classroom. It was the teachers' union that was deciding that. It wasn't the parents. They know better than you. There's some others, too. We're going to be equal opportunity here. There's some religious zealots, good Catholics, you could say, that would never want to see your daughter on birth control. Think about it. Some of them would even feel uh, differently of you if you allowed your daughter to take birth control pills. You see, we all just assume that the argument is, oh, the anti-abortion. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you anti-contraceptive? Because as much as everybody wants to say there's liberal creep, there's conservative creep. It's a fact. You want a, you want a, a relic icon of that? Why can't you buy liquor on Sundays in Pennsylvania? Why is it still controlled by the government? It goes back to the days of the Quakers. Now, by the way, I'm not advocating that they sell liquor on Sundays. I think everything should... Uh, voluntarily close on Sundays, just like Chick-fil-A. All this environmental talk, wouldn't it be better to you know, take a break, give the earth a rest one day a week? Everything did shut down for one day a week, and it was good. Remember that? And it was good. Every seventh day, give everybody, everything a rest. Wow. It was compassionate to do that. It was a sign of strength so that you could come back to work on Monday ready to go, rejuvenated, spiritually fulfilled. 
Um, the more I think about it, I don't mean to get off on this tangent, but the more I think about it, uh, the, the desecration of the Sabbath was the biggest mistake we made. I, you know, as we get older, we get wiser, our perspective changes. And now I realize some of those religious those zealots, they clung to that because they knew that as soon as I moved off that mark, that bad things were to come. Isn't that amazing? I would say the same. Forget about repentance, you miserable slobs are irredeemable. Start observing the Sabbath. That's my new preacher line. If you'd like to make a donation, you can send it to bigchrisk.show.com. $100 increments only we're accepting here. That's my spiritual rejuvenation for you. Forget about, forget, forget about saving your soul. It's, it's, it's too late. But at least you could do is show a little respect and observe the Sabbath. That's all the hope I have for you today. Oh, boy, do I spin out of control. Listen, we got to be careful what our kids see, hear, and become indoctrinated into. We can try and take control of it, but the fact of the matter is we're never going to have complete control of it either. But you do the best you can. Why? Because it's important to raising your kids. And, I, you know, for me personally, not that I want to get too deep into how you raise your kids, but, you know, I've tried to look at, at the strengths and, and great things that my parents did and emulate those things. But I don't do it blindly. I question everything, including myself, quite frankly. I try to get better at it. I, I don't know about you. I haven't been a perfect parent. Nobody is. It's hard being a parent. It's hard enough being a parent without the rest of the world working against you. And that's the way it feels sometimes. You know, uh, we're in a little different situation because we're older. I'm older. Right? My wife, she's very young. I have to say that. Um, she is a little younger than me. Uh, but anyway, we're not kids. You know, financially, uh, you know, we're stable. We're not struggling like you do when you're 25, at least like I did when I was 25. I was telling my son, he's having a tough time. Uh, he's going to be stationed out in Washington State. He went to move with his girlfriend, and plans have kind of changed. And it's hard, hard for these young people. I told him, I said, your mother and I, the first when we moved in together, we had our first dinner on the, on the hood of the oven. We opened the That's all we had. That's what we started with. Literally nothing. But you go from there, and you keep working. But anyway, kids, 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 kids indoctrination, what does it have to do with anything going on today? We get this magazine the week, and it has these different articles. It's, it's supposed to be a great publication. I would mostly agree. But then we keep finding this, this liberal push. I don't even want to say liberal because this isn't Democrat. This is like Chinese Communist Party or... Uh, computer AI dystopia. I really don't know. CIA operation. Here's the headline. Books under threat. U.S. librarians report a record number of demands to censor reading material. Books under threat. And you know what it's about, of course. The article is about these dirty religious white Christians. I told you last month. Yeah, this uh, little black girl won the, the science project, science fair award. Oh, look at this, look at that. And then it somehow the story morphs into 
how racism still exists because she's out collecting lanternflies. Somebody called the cops. Really? I don't know. I mean, what do you just think? You're collecting lanternflies? If I saw a woman and a child walking around in my yard, uh, would I say something? I'm going to say uh, abso-freaking-lutely. Yes, I am. Would I call the police? Not necessarily, but it's certainly possible. Would I say likely? Yeah. Highly, I don't know, highly probable. Some lady and her kid, I don't know, walking around my yard I've never seen before. Oh, they're probably just collecting lantern flies. Is that what I'm supposed to assume? Who knows what the true story is about the whole thing? Do I really need my eight-year-old daughter trying to unpack that? Buried in, in a story about uh, 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 lantern flies and a science fair project? And I already know what you say. You say, so what? Who cares? I know. I know. I'm getting the message. Nobody cares. And I don't know why I, I do. I really don't. I, I do. I don't know what to say. I do. I'm not going to sit here and, and, and you know, uh, uh, be ready to, to declare war on the publisher for God's sake. I guess you'd say it's freedom of speech. Here's my questions on this. First and foremost, why is a magazine for eight-year-olds bringing in the issue of, of book censorship into a debate for eight-year-olds? That's problem number one right there. A basic respect for boundaries. I was reading a story about a woman who was waitressing at a local restaurant, um, comes to work in a burqa, and I guess the shift manager asked her to remove it, which of course was a big to do ha. And I think that my, and, and you know now they're going to sue over you know religious freedom, and I'm sure that, this is right on the other side of my town, by the way. I'm sure it'll be going all the way to the Supreme Court. It'll be like the uh, gay cake case. Uh, it'll be the the, the Burka Diner case. We'll be talking about it for years now. Don't you dare tell someone with a burka. Really? Interesting. You know, they, they told people with, with disabilities and so forth that they couldn't come in without a mask. But that was different. That was for public safety. Really? Safety? I don't have a right to know who I'm speaking of? Look, the bottom line is I, I wouldn't be comfortable going into a diner where the servers were wearing burkas. I wouldn't likely go there. And it's not because I don't respect their religious right to wear a burqa. It's because in my culture, I find it a little strange. And I find it a little uncomfortable to sit around people wearing burqas that I have no idea who they are, man or woman, how old they are, etc. And you say, it's none of your business. And I say, that's right. And it's also not my business to have to go to the diner. Is it the diner's business that they have to allow this in the private sector? Oh, boy. Now, by the way, I'm not taking anything away from whether or not the woman was mistreated. Uh, you know, at the very least, this is something I believe you handle delicately. And I've said it a million times. I'm not anti-Muslim. I don't, I don't know enough to say it's some religion of hate and this and that. You don't hear me beating that drum because I really don't know. I've never met the Koran I really don't know much about it. But I do know this. I spent a bit of time working in a Muslim community, and there were some real jerks. Seriously. But there was a lot of genuinely nice people. And I've said this a million times. 
uh, and I shouldn't have to say this anyway, but I will. Uh, I've been involved with different cultures at different times, and I found that that morons, idiots, and rude people are pretty much uh, spread throughout on an equal basis, proportionally the same throughout the different cultures and races. But the Muslim population, at least the ones that I dealt with in this community, um, were very uh, polite, uh, very hospitable, very welcoming, uh, very peaceful, and great to deal with. Didn't take such great care of their properties, if that's what you're into, but that's another whole story. I, I believe people should exercise a little more freedom. But I, my point is this. I don't want to be around the burqa. It's not because I'm anti-Muslim, because I'm not. Never uh, dis, even discussed anything like that on the podcast, because it's not really something that I think about. I could talk about races and blending and, and all these different problems like this. But anyway, here's my point. I do believe that there needs to be respect for her culture and her burqa and her piety. In the same way you would ask for a Catholic nun wearing a prayer cover to receive respect for her piety, right? You'd want to see that. Even if for some reason you couldn't allow the nun, would you allow the nun to work in the diner? You'd probably say, "Uh, sister, you have to take off the, oh, I can't. Would this become a problem? It certainly could. It certainly could. But where is the mutual respect? Where's the mutual? I I don't blame you for being uh, unnerved by someone in a burqa that you don't know who they are. Why is that so hard to respect? I don't know. It's probably not like the average person sits around thinking about it. But you would think at least the media would make an attempt. But they don't. They go the other way. And it's the same way with this book's under threat. Why is it that it's not reported differently? So my my first big question is, why is this appropriate for this age level, that we've allowed this to just be uh, totally disrespected? We talk about cultural respect. I've said this before. I don't want anybody, school, church, or otherwise, teaching my daughter anything about sex or gender. Zilch, we do it at home. Now you could get into a whole biology, and she knows pretty well how babies are created at eight years old. And you know how she knows, and, and I believe it's a great way to teach kids about reproduction through animals. Through animals. It's a naturally occurring process, and they get that, and it's beautiful, and they get that, and they see the value of life, and they get that, and it's good. Now, I don't think she fully understands the sex and romance. I don't think she's there. But she understands, I believe, the physical act. She certainly understands the difference in the genders. She talks about getting married. She talks about having children. She also sometimes acts like a horse. But we're not ready to run her into the psychologist or run her in for surgery. Not just yet. Okay? We'll give it a little more time. How is it appropriate to drown eight-year-olds? Oh, Oh, and who's doing the censoring? Not your beloved teachers. They're the ones that you want to listen to. No, it's those evil white Christian men. That's who it is, by inference. In reality, probably largely, or at least mostly. So to that extent, what are these dirty Christians doing that they deserve all this finger pointing? Books under threat, record number of demands to censor. 
I call it protecting the interests of our child. I mentioned yesterday about a woman who felt that she was bullied by doctors to get transgender surgery for her child. We need to defend ourselves and we need to start with our own families for God's sake. I've said it a million times. I am a peaceful person. You screw with my daughter and you will find out just how vicious I am. I don't play around with it. And I'm not kidding. Absolutely, I'm not kidding. And people kind of know it. I think they're like, you know, the guy's a little screwy. Let's leave him alone. Good. I would too. I wouldn't mess with me. Books under threat. I call it parents looking out for their children. Now, you might say, well, I don't agree with that. Okay, how about a fair and balanced headline? Concern over book content. Questions about book content. What would be a neutral? Maybe AI can be programmed to do that, to do away with the clickbait. You know, I, I am on to something with this with the AI. And that is that it needs to be honest. It needs to do its best to, to report an honest answer in, in every way. That's the key, I think, to AI uh, not being dangerous or destructive. Maybe that would be rule two. can't be destructive. I don't know. That would create limitations, though. Anyway, I'm getting way out. Do I get off point easily or what? Books under threat on, a ma- on the cover of a magazine for eight-year-olds. I'm not supposed to get upset about it. Eh, what are you going to do? Shrug your shoulders. I don't know. Nothing, I guess. Sit here and complain about it. I think maybe that's the part of the podcast that's getting me. What am I doing? Just sitting here complaining about it. What's the point, really? I'm guessing that not many people listening to their, this podcast even, what do you call it, read this magazine or have kids that do or give a flying hoot what I'm talking about. But people get riled up on the issue. Uh, is it a voting issue? I don't, I don't really, this isn't a political. I don't know how you can say it's political. What is driving it? There's people that are saying that, you know, these associations with these woke ideologies are actually killing corporations, companies, organizations. Uh, I think there's some evidence of that. You saw what the latest Budweiser story with that uh, dude they supposedly put on the can. I'm not even sure that's true. I don't I don't know that that hasn't been debunked. People are out destroying Budweiser and then I hear people, you know, oh, yeah, they're not selling anything. Down with Budweiser. And... I'm not so sure that's the case, number one. I think it could be the opposite. Uh, I think there's a lot of um, LBGTQIA sympathizers, many of them women, probably disproportionately women, middle-aged women. Um, And I know, I know, I get painted for these comments. What do I say about middle-aged white woman? (laughs) I said what I said. Some of them are goofy. Um, <laughs> it's just my observation anyway. Uh, and I've seen it firsthand. I'm telling you. It's freaky. Proud moms. My son's a woman. <laughs> when my son came out, or my son's transgender. And and, uh, and now it's like you want to be, you got to be more than one. You got to press at least two buttons. One is not enough. you, you got to be all in. And the measure of all in today is press two buttons. So what would that mean? Um, 
like the uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme there, the White House spokesman. Black and gay. Boom. Liberal winner. Look at the Mayor Brightfoot there in Chicago. I think she'll be back. They're having the Democrat convention there. I think I heard they were going to name it after her. The Brightfoot Convention of Democrats 2024, I think. Is it this year or next year? This year, I think. Yeah, I think it's this year. Is that where they'll select their president? Michael Obama? <laughs> you know, there's also a, uh, a, a conspiracy, I think you'd have to say, in France that the, the wife there is also transgender. Well, let me ask you this. I remember Chris out in Oregon. What's going on out there? I haven't heard from you in a while. Hope he's paying attention. Um, there's a conspiracy theory that the French president is is, is uh, a wife is uh, is a man. Uh, Chris in Oregon went and said to me, uh, "Would my what was the question? Would my perspective of God change if I found out the Earth was flat?" Um, I don't know about my perspective of God or not. It would definitely freak me out. Uh, given my experience in an airplane, I'm fairly certain it's round. <laughs> given my best available, uh, it would be quite some optics there. But um, anyway, uh, what would you say? Would it change your view of everything if you found out that Macron um, and Obama were trannies? Would that not blow your mind? And what if you added, uh, who's the French, is the French president married? He's another uh, uh, leftist teetotaler, isn't he? I'm going to get in trouble. I'm trying to turn over, every time I try to turn over a new leaf, I fail. I really do. I guess I just can't uh, trust myself to just speak freely. Maybe I too should read from a script that I'll get AI to generate. I have the technology available at this point. As a matter of fact, I won't have to read it. I can just have it, 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 it translate it for you. It'll be my genuine AI work. What do you say? We'll give it a test. I'm kidding. Just relax. Some people are very gullible. Ah, you know what it is? I'm very convincing, that's all. Anyway, uh, my daughter, um, she got a, uh, a little bike uh, for her birthday, I guess. And we hadn't had a bigger bike. She was ready for a bigger bike. And uh, I said earlier when I got started that there's not much that we leave to chance with my daughter. And uh, I meant not much. We do miss a thing or two. So uh, she takes off on the bike, and uh, she comes back while they're in the back tires flat. Actually, they're both flat. And her mom put it together, believe it or not. Some of you are going to make fun of me for that. That's fine. <laughs> I didn't even know it was going together. No, my wife just took control of that one. What was I going to do, stop her? <laughs> not in this day. Oh, no. Only I use the wrenches in this house. <laughs> My wife put a toilet in the other day. I kid you not. <laughs> I'm not even getting into that whole story, but she really did. Um, anyway, hey, what can I tell you? That's the kind of girl she is. I'm not complaining. <laughs> hey, you want to get? You want to land a good one? You want somebody that can change a toilet? <laughs> Let me tell you, stuff starts really going south. And uh, you're going to want somebody who knows how to change a toilet. Trust me. <laughs> anyway, uh, this bike for my daughter, and she comes in, and the tires are flat. No problem, sweetie. I'm sorry that mommy did a half-assed job. Uh, Daddy, no, I'm kidding. I didn't say that. <laughs> I, so I pumped up the tires for her, and uh, off she went. I have this uh, nice little compact uh, electric uh, compressor. Boom, off she goes. 
and uh, she comes back, and uh, the back one's going flat, and uh, the whole thing's not seated properly. And I, you know, the, like the third pumping, I, obviously I knew I had a problem. I was buying some time, and uh, and uh, uh, this whole thing is just pushed, bubbled out to the point it's getting stuck like in the rear part of the frame. So she brings it back, unrideable, and I got to fix it. And I thought to myself after this, I said earlier, you know, that we don't leave much to caution. We check all the stuff that she reads. Uh, but I thought, you know, I didn't even go over this bike before she just took off on it. And I actually had a bike accident coming back from picking it up at the bike shop. The front wheel wasn't seated right, flipped me over, messed up my shoulder, uh, which bothered me for decades, decades of shoulder pain from that little mistake. Ironically, uh, I grew out of it. Now my other shoulder bothers me. I don't know. Go figure. Uh, but anyway, we love our daughter. Don't mess with my kids. We check after them. That's what I'm telling you. And you don't have to. Maybe you don't care about the assault on on the way we think and the way we want our children raised. But I, I want my daughter to know that if I say something's not good for her, that it's probably not good for her, that she should trust that, that she should rely on that, not just now, but even as she grows older, past 18. Not that I want to control her life. You know, I don't control my son's life. I do worry about my kids more than I thought I would, by the way. Anyway. I went on for a while about that story. I got some other stuff to talk about, but uh, at this point, I think I'm going to kick it to tomorrow. I want to talk about Ukraine, the way we've been lied to, um, the very existence of liberal democracy at stake in Ukraine. This is kind of a push. Do you understand what that means? Is the liberal democracy, you know, is wokeism at stake? Is Putin's attack on... <laughs> I wouldn't bank on it. I, I, the people that put all this stock and faith in Putin, I kind of laugh a little bit. We'll talk more about Ukraine tomorrow. I got some more updates on the transgender movement. Where are all these trannies coming out of? I, I want to stop saying that. It's not necessary. I'm going to probably get beat up by one. This is going to be, I got assaulted by a man in a dress. <laughs> you would never hear me say that. <laughs> I would, God help me if I do. Um, I want to talk about this free diver, new record. Oh, I got a lot to say about that. I, part of that, I speak about it in my book, Be the Lion. France and trouble, you've heard about it. Not really. Are we getting reliable news? No. Uh, you know, if you, if you go uh, in some circles, you'd think that the whole country's on fire. But I don't think so. Venezuela had some problems, but eh, seems to be the new thing. I think they're piping these agitators around, around the whole world. Just a matter of who takes a turn. Pro- California has a big climate problem. They're waterlogged from drought to what? Well, it's climate change is what they call that. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. They can't predict the weather. I got a couple of big things for you on this uh, climate scam. I'll talk about the French First Lady I mentioned earlier. We'll talk about France in a little more detail. Um, you got Republicans talking about sending the army into Mexico. It's hilarious. Uh, listen to the what? The, you wonder why I'm, I'm freaking out, going nuts. My head's going to explode. That you got 330 million people in this country, more or less, and they put this out, and it's like, who? Oh. And nobody's going, wait a minute. 
You're telling us that you can't protect the border with our armed forces, but you can invade the neighboring country? What kind of horse crap is that? Change the laws. What's got to change to fix that? What do we got to do? What do we got to do to create a rallying cry that we need strong men to help serve in our armed forces to protect our very border, our way of life? Imagine what it would do. We'll talk more about it tomorrow. I got a lot to say about it. This whole fentanyl program problem and the censorship going on today. It's making international news. I kid you not. I got a couple other things. I was going to get to it all today. I don't know. There's so much going around. We'll get to it one step at a time. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. I hope to see you there. Make it a great day.